By the time you are hearing that, then you begin to see division. But say, we are not just using ordinary brick. We are going to burn those brick so that they can be strong and shiny. We are going for something qualitative. And God was watching. Then, members of this team had a common goal to pursue together. He said, we want to build a, 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 a tower that will reach heavens. Just one vision. And everybody in that team was passionate about it. Every single person was passionate about it. Those who be molding the brick, those who will go and gather, I mean, dry grasses to burn the brick, those who will be burning the brick, those who will be laying the brick. So, you see, and every one of them had the passion for the success of that, uh, of their goal, of, 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 of achieving their goal. So, they have a common goal. And they were working towards that common goal. One of the things that, 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 that stagnates the progress of a local church or an organization of a local church is that when we find it difficult to arrive at a common goal, that this is what we want for this church and this is what everybody was, was work for. This is what we want for this department and this is what everybody must work for. Everyone must be ready to make every necessary sacrifice to ensure that that one is achieved. And whatever that is given to you in that team, you do it passionately. You ensure that not my own part, my, my, my own part that we delay or actually terminate the vision of the group. So they had a common goal. And according to God's testimony, nothing is unachievable for a united team. In that verse 5 to 6, God himself said it. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people. One people. Can you ask yourself, are we one in this church? In that small department you have, are you one? In MMU, WMU, youth, choir, children, teachers group, Sunday school, are you one? Because if you are one, you won't be having disagreements on non-issues. Sometimes we have disagreements on issues that are non-issues. When I mean non-issues, they are non-issues. God said that nothing is unachievable for them. That as heaven is far from the earth, these people with the kind of team spirit they have, they will build and they will reach that height. They had prepared for something. And God himself knew that, no, no, no. They are going to get there. And so that's the one thing. That is the strength of a teamwork. It's not about money. It's not about uh, having everything on ground. When a team has a formidable vision and no one is left behind in, pursuit, in the pursuit of the vision, you are going to get there. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Then the last point there is that disunity is a powerful weapon. Weapon of frustration and stagnation of a team effort. When you want to frustrate a team effort, let just allow one instrument of Satan to come into that group and just release one unguided statement. Everything scattered. I used to pray that prayer that any group that I belong to, if that group will be scattered, Lord, let it not be through my effort, through my contribution, through my utterances, through my action. Let it be another, another person that Satan will use, not me. I don't want to be a Judas in a group that through my utterance, everybody's spirit will be depressed. Everyone will be discouraged. 
and it will be back to your tent, O Israel. Sometimes people do things that they don't even know that there, is a, there could be repercussion from God. Now, those who are zealous before, that will actually want to throw their weight behind an effort because of just one statement you make, bow. They were depressed. And that vision became abandoned. And God, we expect God to say, why, why, why? You expect God to do that. God won't do that. Because you have hurt him. You have made him unhappy. So we need to be very careful. If devil is looking for agent of disunity, don't allow him to use you. There are so many Judases all around. I can't volunteer myself to be a Judas. That is just the truth. If that is the only thing you be careful today, let it be. Now, if devil is looking for Judas, he will use. Let him look elsewhere, not me. We are many in that group. Let him look for another, uh, another person, not me. So, when you see the spirit, I mean, the team spirit that was at work in the mind of these people that want to build the Tower of Babel, you will discover that this is an excellent spirit of teamwork. Excellent one. God himself commended, I mean, that spirit. He commended that effort. He commended that passion. He commended that, that united commitment. Yes, what they were doing was against his glory. But the strategic effort and the unity that they had, God commended it. Then let's go to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. I'm just trying to take us through the biblical perspectives on uh, the spirit of teamwork. Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8. Paul talking here. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, we, we though many, are one body in Christ, and individually mem members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion of, to your faith, if service in our, in our serving, the, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, and the, the one who does act of mercy with cheerfulness. The first thing I want us to see in this, in Romans chapter 12 is that in teamwork, no one is too important than the others. No one. No one is too important. Therefore, by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. No one is too important. Sometimes when someone feels that I'm too important in that group, in that church, and uh, if I'm not there, things will not be the way it's supposed to be. That tendency can easily make somebody to begin to misbehave. And as a common saying, Yoruba, like I see me, Joko, Even if a pastor park is rude and go, church will still continue. If anybody dies, God, church will still continue. That's what I've seen. From history. And I see me joke. Ah, we are too important in that church. Our family is too important. Now lie. Now lie. And that's why sometimes when somebody checks, I will leave that or go. When you go, people that are better than you will come. I've seen that practically. At least in my little years and minutes, I've seen that happening practically. That church is not about the pastor, it's not about, about anybody. It's about God Himself. It's about God Himself. So there should not be, there should not be. Any amount of giftedness, spiritual charisma, 
grace or level of faith or material blessings that should make anyone that have the spirit of God to feel that I'm too important here. Because according to the scripture, there's nothing that I have that I've not received from God. If I know how to preach better than another person, it's not my, my making. It's a gift I've received from God. I'm not the owner. It's a grace. If I know how to teach that somebody, if I know how to visit that somebody, if I know how to care that somebody, it's a grace I've received. It's not my making. So when in a team, no one think of himself too highly, think of himself so important, then the team will be at peace. There will be room for unity. So no one is permitted to feel that I'm too important. Number two, each member of a team is important and each function based on his or her gifting. Sometimes that is the error that we make in teamwork. You expect Sister Labaja to do things the way you are doing it. You must, you must be an ignorant person. Extremely ignorant. Because the way God wired me is not the way he wired Bralana. Or brother can be. No. When the three of us carry Bible now and we have to study the same passage, my own approach to interpretation may be different from, from that of brother can be. He so may be different from that of Bralana. Because we are not the same, the same human being. We are different. We are different. So that uniqueness must be recognized. So each member of a team is important and each function based on his, his or her gifting. So when you are doing well in certain area in the team, don't expect that every other person should fit into your shoe. Should be able to do well the same way you are doing well in that area because there, there is a little area in that team where the person is also doing well that you might not be able to do well. In a team, you can have a talkative. And that two-board talking can be a blessing to the team in the area where the team needs it. You can say another person are too quiet. The talkative will not tell the person are too quiet. Because that quietness will also be a blessing to the team. So you must be able to recognize the fact that people function based on the grace of God, based on the gifting. And so you don't compare yourself. When you begin to compare one another in the team, or you compare, you are looking for trouble. Especially when a team leader is making such, such an error. We have four deacons, four serving deacons in, in the job presently. Four, four of them are not the same. Within the few times we work together, I can easily, I mean, dissect who and who and who and who. The area, the strength, area of strength and weaknesses of each of them. They are not the same. So if I now want to make a mistake, I say, ah, whatever the Kabbalah should be able to do, the Kabbalah should be able to do it the same way. And that would be a great error. It would be a great error. Because they are not the same. They are completely different. Even if they are twins, the gifting of the Lord might be different upon their lives. Three, each person, each member is an essential part of the team. There must be sense of belongingness. Each member is an essential part. There's no member of a team that is not important, that's not essential. Even if the person doesn't contribute so much, doesn't make much impact as others, it does not mean that the person is not important. And anytime the leader will talk, you just ridicule the person. You just pull the person aside. A day will come. Yoruba will say, I'm a buruku. I'm a zikini. I'm a neojorite. A day will come that you will need the person. And you now discover that, ah, we never knew that this person fits into this area. Look at that verse 6 to 8. See, having given that differ according to the grace given to us, different grace, I mean, different gift based on grace. 
So those who can prophesy, prophesy. Those who can do other things, let them do. Then lastly, oppression of each member in a team is determined by the level of his or her faith and grace. In a team, the level of commitment of individual members of a team depends on the level of faith and grace. How much someone can volunteer his time to serve, his money to serve, and every other thing to serve depends on the level of faith. Somebody whose faith has not grown well, whenever he uses much of his time for, for the things of God, we think that he's wasting his time. But someone who had grown in faith, we believe that even when I use more than what I have determined to use for God, it will make up for me. So, the common sense of a man of higher faith is different from that of a person of lower faith. That is all the truth. When someone that is operating in high frequency of faith wants to give, he doesn't make too much calculation. He just gives as the spirit moves him. But someone that is still growing, we do all kinds of calculation of one error to cover everything. And every other thing, every other needs around his life, he will sort out all of that before he think of, let me give this God the remnant. But someone that is higher level of faith, will say, oh, God first. Now give God his own, then the little, I will sort it out, and God will make up for me. So when you see people manifesting, operating based on the level of their faith, you don't disturb them. You can only encourage them. You can only encourage them. If you want to be fighting them, go back and you follow. You follow. By no Pharisee, you say. By no Zekini, you say. Both the Yemenu. Both the Yemenu. The highest you can be doing to be praying for the person and be encouraging is fight will not do anything. It will rather scatter the team. So in a team. We must understand that. Then the third passage of the scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The first thing I will say there is that uh, in a teamwork, a member's perspective or judgment of his or her role does not in any way preclude him or her from being part of the team. Let's look at that passage very well. 1 Corinthians 12, 15. It says, If the foot should say, Because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ears should say, Because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. That will not make it any less a part of the body. For every member of this church, whether your role is significant or your role is not significant, your self-judgment of your placement in the church does not remove the fact that you are still a member of this church. Because there are people that will say, but you are part of this of the team. You are part of the team. That is what makes some people to become unserious, either in the church or in the group that they belong to. When you look at every part of the body, the Lord used the body to illustrate the church. When you look at every part of the body, you discover that certain part functions more than other. Amen. The eyes function more than mouth. And, and, until you are sleeping the night, the eyes remain open. But one can decide to close the mouth for two hours, even in the daytime. 
That is just the truth. The hand walk more than leg. Can you use your leg to scratch your cheek? No. The hand, when you want to swallow, is down. You cannot use your leg. As long as the hands are there. It's those that doesn't have that train their leg to do that. You feed yourself with the hand. You remove every, anything from out of the eyes. You, 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 you scratch your body. Even scratching the leg with the hand. So the hand work more than leg. But the fact that the leg doesn't work do as much as the hand is doing. The leg, I mean, the, 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 the leg cannot say I'm not part of the body. If the leg is removed, the body will suffer. So the negligence of those who feel that we are not important in that group, you are part of the enemy of that group. Because your negligence is affecting the group. It's affecting the organization. And once you conclude, it will affect your performance. That is just basic. It will affect your commitment. It will affect everything. And let me tell you this. Sometimes we allow the devil to become our teacher than the Holy Spirit. The question you need to ask yourself is that. Say, me amen. Which I doubt the Holy Spirit will never tell anyone that you are not important. So sometimes you allow the devil to communicate with you and you are still bragging over your cooperation with the devil. The Holy Spirit can never tell anybody that Kenny Wajama that you don't amount to anything. And if anyone, any true child of God will capitalize. On an instruction received in your heart, it should be an, instru an instruction received from the Holy Spirit. Not from the flesh or from Satan. So, in a, as a member of a team, stop thinking of yourself as an inferior part, inferior member of that team. There are officers in a group that are more, they are more, you see them here and there because of the office they are holding. There are some that you may not be seeing them around from time to time. In some churches now, you see just Ekito on the pulpit every, month, every, every Sunday. He does all the correspondence of the church. And uh, the prayer coordinator, nobody may even know that he exists apart from when they are having prayer band. And they stand on the same level when it comes to God's judgment. But for that one, I was I'm just chief officer. I stand in the place where everybody insults me every Sunday. But that one, when he come down from the pulpit, they clap for him. Those are the things sometimes that affect our mind and destroy the team spirit. I see somebody withdrawing. Brother, can you tell withdraw? Kosi, kosi. And when you're George, grade one, you know the reason why you are withdrawing. And they're asking you, say, kosi. What is the meaning of that? I don't know whether my own judgment of lies is not correct. Say aboto. You know, Kim, you know the reason why you are withdrawing. And they ask you. And you say, Kosinka. Say Ronnie Babizoto. Irony. So put up on judge. People lie, tactical lies. And there's no tactical lie. There's no smart lie. There's no diplomatic lie before God. Lie is a lie. Because you don't just want to come out of uh, your say. You are telling the cousin. In fact, how long can I be cousin? Ah. Number two, in a team world, our diversity, our differences are meant to be the strength and blessing for the team. But it is not always so. Let's look at uh, verse verses. Uh, 17. And if the whole body were on high, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body, if the whole body were on where would be the sense of smile? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? Hallelujah. The, our differences, our diversities in a, in a local church, in all the church organizations, 
They are meant to be our strength. The area where I cannot, where I'm not all that good, where I can, I may not be able to perform very well. Some God has raised someone in that group that should be able to do. I mean, take care of that area. But when you feel that everybody should be alike, should be good in the same thing, then you are making a serious mistake. That is not, I mean, a team. A team should be able to compose of people of different uh, capacity at different level, different grade. So that when we bring our diversities together, it becomes a strength for us to fly. We bring our differences together. So the area where you are not good, someone is good in it, it make up for you. The area where another person is not, is not all that strong, another person is there that is strong, make up for you. And that is what brings about division of labor. But sometimes we applaud those that we think that, oh, they have taken a prominent role, but those who are giving them the support, you don't seem to see them as anybody that is doing anything. When Joshua was fighting the battle, against the Hamelekite. Joshua could not take the glory. Moses could not take the glory alone. Moses was on the mountain, raising the rod up. And at the time he got weak, Hor and Heron had to come around. One carry this hand, another one carry this hand, so that the hand would be up always. Because the Bible says, each time the rod comes down, they make losses. Each time the rod is up, they make gains. But the fact that Aaron and all were in the remote corner, Joshua could not see what they are doing, what they were doing. But if they were not there, they wouldn't have succeeded in conquering the Amalekites. They wouldn't have succeeded. And if they were not there too, Moses probably he would just faint. You got the point that he would faint on that mountain and collapse there. But because they were there, they strengthened him. They supported him. They were not permitted by God to carry that road. They knew. They were not permitted. And that is why, whatever God has not called you to do in a group, don't dampen into it. As long as someone that God has prepared to do it is around, is alive. That is just the truth. Sometimes when you see when in a group there is a problem, for example now, in some of the churches where they have multi-staff ministry, sometimes Gamiji Lomofaja, Larry, senior pastor at the associate, either the senior pastor is overbearing, then Koje Wobia, that doesn't think about the associate. Or the associate is overzealous, thinking that, take me out of Gabba, do the pulpit, Tajo Wasu. When I score 95, a guy will score 45. Yes, only was you law. Only Badua Julo. But for now, he's the one that God has positioned there. That is all the truth. I've worked other pastors as a lay person. That if we are to stand to minister together, my pastor cannot stand me. But as far as that time was concerned, he was my pastor my father, my everything. It's what he permits me to do, I do. Whatever he doesn't permit me to do, I don't put my, 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 my mouth. But every area I need to support him, I will do. I will do. That is just it. So you may be in a small group, your president may not be as good, as fast as you are. Because you don't call what they have to do, when he or she needs you, he will tell you. In a teamwork, no single member of a team can excellently succeed independently. Verse 21 says, the high cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No one. The best of a child of God, the best of a servant of God, of a pastor, of a minister, cannot achieve alone. Cannot achieve alone. You can't succeed alone. 
You need people. What is strong and the weak around you? You harness the grace of God upon their lives to achieve the goal of the team. So if the heart says, I don't need hand, is it possible? It's not possible now. The hand must say, oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, sorry, my brother. Okay. And by the time the hand do that, the eyes is cooler. All the eyes will say, mouth, I don't need you. But if you back, you shrink, you Because So we need one another. That is what the word of God is saying. So for excellent performance, excellent success, we must work as a team. Every part, both significant and the one that looks significant, we must work together. Then in a teamwork, no member is inconsequential. Each member's uniqueness is to be treated with respect and dignity. The weaker members need more encouragement than the stronger ones. No member is inconsequential. As long as it's a member of that team. Every member needs to be respected. Both, both the lowly, the highly, the rich, the, the, the poor, the strong, the weak, the educated, the uneducated. Everyone must be respected, must be held with dignity. In fact, those that seem weak, they need more encouragement so that they can become stronger. But those that are stronger, they don't easily give up. But the weak one easily give up. So the stronger ones sometimes need to encourage the weak ones. Then verse 25. Unity among the team members is non-negotiable for the success of the team. Verse 25 says that there may be no division in the body but that the members may have the same care for one another. If as a church you are going to succeed, you must be united. We, have, we must have common interest, common voice, common aspiration, common vision for the growth of the church. If any department is going to experience revival and boom, every member, even when you agree, forget about your, 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 your hunger. Because sometimes when people don't know that uh, I'm here because God wants me to be there and I'm accountable, that is when we say, Osemi, Kosemi, Osemi, Kosemi. Sometimes I see it as it will be. Osemi, Kosemi, Osemi, Kosemi. Okay, okay, Osemi. Am I here because of the person? I'm here because of God. And I want to serve my God. I want to give account. So unity is very, very important. And as team leaders, whatever that could be done to ensure that there is unity, every leader must go for it. Every sacrifice that must be made to ensure that you are united in that group, in that unit, you must go for it. Sometimes you become another thing. You see Paul said that to the weak I become weak. To the Gentile, as if I'm a Gentile. To the Jew as a Jew. To this as this. I become all things to all men. He said for the sake of what? The gospel. All things to all men. For the sake of the gospel. Yes, there will always be time for little disagreement, little, little misunderstanding. Just as it happened between Paul and Barnabas. And Paul said, no, I'm not going to be John, John Mark again. And Barnabas said, no problem. Let me go with John with, uh, with uh, John Mark. You go with Silas. And the same John Mark, Paul eventually, they eventually reconciled. At the time, Paul sent for him while he was in prison. He said, ask John Mark to come to me. And he still commended him that John Mark tried for me on this, on this, on this, on this, on that. That is the spirit of brotherhood in Christendom. There will always be, I mean, grant to offend one another to disagree, but should not be something that should continue. 
at all at all. Then it, in teamwork, spirit of bad envy is not allowed. Rather, each member is to be concerned about other. Now, because this person seems to be more recognized than myself, the envy is setting. All the time, is the one, she's the one, is this, is that. Sometimes it may not be deliberate. It may not be deliberate. But here, when we have a, a, a mind of the fact that, well, if I'm needed, God knows how to arrange for me to be called upon. There won't be room for envy. Once envy enters a team, the spirit of, I mean, the team spirit scattered. But rather, we should have concern for one another. That what my brother is doing, how can I support him? How can I support her? I ensure that we achieve our common goal. Then let's quickly move on to the principles of a result-oriented teamwork in the church. What are the principles that guide a result-oriented teamwork in the church? Number one is connect. Team members must connect or relate well with one another in order to function effectively and make progress. Where you have poor or sad relationship among the team members is really a kind of havoc to the progress and the prosperity of the church or church organization. Team members are meant to be friends, not foes. When you work as a team, as a member of the church, we, need, we are expected to relate well. If our team is going to achieve the purpose of our existence, we must relate as friends. Every member of MMU must be friends. Every member of WMU must be friends. Every, all the Sunday school teachers must be friends. All the members of the diaconate must be friends. All the children teachers must be friends. There must be linkage. You must be connected. Not as foes. When I see pretext sometimes in the church, it pains my heart. That when you see, the way people relate sometimes, you know, you know that animal will go. They are just pretending. That they are just pretending. And sometimes people have heart too. Me, I don't have that kind of heart. If I'm not in good time with you, I will come to you. I'm not in good time with you. This is this and this and this are what you have done. And I don't like it. And if you accept, God help me if you accept that, oh, you have not done well. I'm sorry. That is the end. And even if you don't accept, I will look at it that, okay, you are not seeing what I'm seeing. No problem. Let it go. And I'll pray to God to give me grace. To let it go. It may not be easy, but I'll pray to God, give me grace to let it go. God doesn't want a team where out of ten people, five are friends, five are foes. No. There can be progress. Number two is communicate. Team members must learn to communicate freely and effectively with one another. Share your views with one another on every progressive ideas, on every possible challenge and potential opportunities for the group or organization. We are expected to communicate whatever that you know that will be of help to this group. Communicate it. Carry one another's and don't hide it inside of yourself. The way we are doing this thing is not correct. You can't, it can't give us any whatever. And you know the best, the best way to do it. Because we are not the leader of that group. You don't care if things fumble. So that at the end of the day, I want to say anything. Why would somebody want to get in? I want to say anything. I want to say Once you are part of a team, the failure of that team, you are part of the failure. Praise the Lord. Just as I, start, I said at the beginning, that when the pastor fails in the church, it's not only the pastor that failed. All the members of the leadership, all of them had failed. Especially 
when they refuse to do what they're supposed to do to ensure that the system does not fail. We are expecting that uh, the sources of a church should be on pastor alone. That one will not work. Then they need to collaborate. Team members must learn how to work together. Unless I forget, if you are not friends, you can't communicate to. So this thing connects one another. So team members must learn how to work together, synergize, collaborate with one another. They must work as partners in progress. Every personal trait, philosophy, idiosyncrasies, and ideology that can jeopardize the team spirit must be compromised in order to achieve a result-oriented collaboration. Sometimes we have our individual way of life. Individual philosophies, individual policies that uh, you find difficult to compromise. But when it comes to teamwork, say, this is me. But your, your, your you is no longer you once you get to the team. Where you get to the team, if you are not ready to write it, you are because all the two are law, but it takes maturity to handle that Iran and it will not scatter the system. Now I said that you are not everybody here, everybody in that, in that team. Even a team you are 20, you are just one with one personality trait. You are not the, all the 20. So that is why you must be ready to accept Jagwa Jagba, Nyamu Nyama, Mana Mana. So you need to compromise all those things. Even if you know that you are the one that you get irritated with all kinds of nonsense. You look for anti-irritation drug to use so that those Jagba Jagba will not have a way of irritating you. If not, every team you work with, you always have a problem. That is just it. You always have a problem. Then you must be in a team, there must be compliment. Team members must have attitude of supporting, reinforcing, augmenting, and assisting one another for the common good of the team. They must be ready to compliment one another. Oh, this is what this person is doing. Let me join her and see if I can add my own effort too and we achieve a better whatever. Oh, in the media. This is how much this brother I know. Let me, I know this, I know this. Let me also, let me teach him what I know that I think is better than, is a, at advanced level than what he knows. And by the time we put everything together, the church will eventually see, I mean, a different level of operation from that department. At the end of the day, nobody will say, is it Brian or Brian that, that did it? What we say is that, ah, our media team, they are now becoming sophisticated. And when we clap, we clap for everybody there. Even for the, we clap, they that clap. The person that only carry I mean, socket and uh, extension bus will also share from that club because it's part of the team. Somebody is controlling there. Somebody is scanning camera. Sometimes we think that the person that is controlling there is more important than the one here. Whereas the one here can frustrate the work. My control, he might be so bizarre, but my boss is We have to learn how to compliment one another. Not that my wona, my wona, my my jilo mo wenyere, mo zeda uko zeda, mo kukuni bumi wamo bu. It's not like that. When you step out of an office, and another person step out, I be stepping, and you are still in that group, you that step out, you are expected, in good spirit, to work with the person that that came in. Yes, you accept him as your guy for now. But everything you need to show the person, to help the person, every backing, every support you give. When I was leaving my former church, I did all that I could do. And I told the pastor, if at this level you fail, then it means that you have chosen to fail. All that could make the work comfortable for you, even things that I didn't even enjoy when I was there, I've made all the provision on ground for you just to get there and face the work. 
So if you fail now, he left for you. I knew that suddenly that when he comes on ground, he can't have the ability to ask for those things. I have put, put those things on ground and I told them. He take any irresponsible pastor to come under three months and begin to say, And I know that very well. So I put everything on ground. And I told them. And I told him too. I think for the next two years, you don't need to, 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 to ask for anything. Just face your work. Then by the time you spend about two years, because I want him to succeed. Then cooperate. Team members are to work hand in hand with one another. They must value and embrace joint effort in their service delivery. They must work with one mind. They must be ready to cooperate to achieve together. He said, your success, my success. Your failure, my failure. Then coordinate. The leader of a team must be allowed by the team members to coordinate, direct, and lead the team in line with the team's vision. This will guarantee success for the team. Sometimes we have team members that make leadership. I mean, leadership difficult for the leader. Be obadjin, let's say. Why insult it? Why insult it? They will look down on him or her. What do we gain out of this? Even when that leader is as young as your son, is your leader. In few years to come, now some of us will retire. And when I retire, I have to look for a Baptist church at a stone thrown to my house. I have one that are very close. That I just do like this. I will enter. If that pastor is as young as my grandson, is my pastor. And I must be ready to submit. I must be ready to allow him to lead me. Timbave Diagbaya. Because life is about, is about face. I must be a wicked person. Whatever I need at that level to support, I should be able to make it available. My son, this is what I've observed. God will help you. I just let me just call your attention to it. I'll be praying for him. So, team members, we must allow the leaders to coordinate, to direct, and lead. And when you belong to a team, if the only thing you see from time to time is the weakness of the leader, you will never be a, a good team member. Hello? You will never be a good team member if the only thing you see all the time is the weakness of the leader. I don't know if there is any person here that doesn't have any weakness. I have my own. No woman being without weakness on head. We will, be, we will be in perfect form when we get to heaven. If I'm able to make it there. That is where we can see perfection. But here, we are still struggling for perfection. So as long as I am not completely sinless saint, then when I see my leader or leaders making mistakes, I should not capitalize on their mistakes. They are human. 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 It takes the miracle and the power of God to achieve that. Not your insult, not your attack, not your this and this and that. No. No. But when once in a while you see the strength, the few strength that the person needs, and you applaud that strength, do you know that any day you go to the person 
to call his attention to our weaknesses and failure. To his weaknesses and his failure. He or she will be ready to listen. That every time, attack, attack, bye, 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 bye. That every time you throw something at me, it's bullet. You never throw naira to me. It's bullet and bullet and bullet. But if you have seen my good side and you have said, hey, well done, thank you. Thank you for leading us this way. Thank you for helping I mean, leading us to achieve this. Thank you for leading us to achieve this. Oh, this is wonderful. My brother, I take note of this so you can do it better. Go and pray over it. I know that God will grant you deeper understanding. The person will listen. The person will listen. The person will listen. So, don't look for Jesus, 100% Jesus is your leader. Or leaders of your group. That, oh, make a mistake. Thomas, a mistake. Then the last one here is cohesiveness. There must be unity, oneness of purpose, oneness of aspiration, and interest in teamwork before success can be achieved. Unity among the members can only be achieved where there is room for mutual respect and mutual tolerance among the members of the team. There must be cohesiveness. We must be so, so we must be knitted together, inseparable, glued together. That it will be difficult for Satan to have access into our life, into our midst. Do not that whenever Satan succeeded over a group of, a, of children of God, he stay at the corner, begin to clap and be smiling. But when we become a formidable force, that we are together, we are one in our purpose, we are one in our aspirations, we are one in our interests. It's not a matter of, oh, this is what I propose for us to do in our group. In a group of about 10, eight persons says that this is what we support, and two of you say, ah, this is what we want. And two of you say, once they didn't agree with what we want, that is not team spirit. You compromise your interest for the common interest, for the common aspiration, for the common joy and the common progress. Yes, that is what you want. But when a majority look at it, they say, let's achieve this one first. Probably another time may come that will go for what you want. Because sometimes I've seen people doing that. As of one go. If you tell me about it, you tell me about it, you tell me ah. It's not like that in the church. It's not like that in the church. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's really go, to the, go through the, 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 the practical issues that frustrating work in the church or church organization. This is the last aspect of the, of the study. And uh, if you have any question you want to ask, just try to, you can begin to write them. So that we attend to them at the end of uh, the, 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 the study. Practical issues that frustrate teamwork in the church or church organizations. There are certain divisive and anti-progress personality traits or innate tendencies. A Christian must drop at the feet of the cross for him or her to enjoy working with others effectively. Irrespective of who they are. There are certain things that a child of God must drop in order to enjoy teamwork. Number one is perfectionist spirit or tendency. There are people who are perfectionists. Before now, before you can do something that will please me, you will try. But at the time, I have to let go that every person is not me. Everybody would have me. My mind is not the same with that of everybody. So when people have tried their best, associate as their best, and applaud, appreciate that their best. The spirit of never satisfied or pleased with others' effort. When someone has that kind of spirit, 
it frustrates the work. Always condemn, always complain. Condemn other people's method, efforts. That is the perfectionist spirit, the God. So we must learn how to over when people will be doing things. How many of us have been to the house artists there apart from a joy that come from that place? When people in the church, if I'm lying, tell, tell, tell me. I've, I've, I was there for 18 years. People will be doing things and you'll be irritated. Even those who have, who have trained very well, they will still be doing things and be irritated. Tell about and the most the problem is that even when you are angry with them, they don't see your they don't look at your face. You are angry at people and they are not even looking at your face. So you have to come down, be patient, tolerate them, and when you do that, you discover that you begin to achieve what you think that is, is, is unachievable. You begin to see them changing. Gradually. They may not be able to go at the pace you want them to go. But with time, you see them going. So when we have that kind of spirit, we need to pray. God, help me to overcome this spirit. Perfectionist spirit. Irritable spirit. Help me to overcome it. So that instead of everybody seeing me as an enemy in that group, they will see me as a friend. It's a spirit that can never bring cohesion in a team. Then, dominion spirit or trait. The spirit of my view, my opinions must prevail. If they are not doing things in my own way, I won't be part of it. That is dominion spirit. That my will must prevail, my view must prevail, my opinion must prevail. If they are not doing things in my own way, I won't be part of it. And I won't want to say, yeah. So we must learn to respect others' views, perspectives, and opinions. That is just it. And even sometimes when you discover that view is not all that correct, it's not all that laudable, there is a way through patience, through love, that you can bring in your own view and you work with them. And at the end of the day, you discover that you buy into your view. Without any rancor. Without any rancor. Sometimes it do happen to pastors. That when you discover that the view that people are presenting is not the best for the church. Sometimes you may delay the, 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 I mean, the thing. Until they'll be able to see what you want them to see. And they will appreciate it. And everybody will say, oh, let's go for this. This is what is, is the best. So we are dominating spirit is fun in the life of members of a team. It usually frustrates team effort. What you're supposed to achieve in two years, five years, ten years, you might not be able to achieve it. Then Mr. and Mrs. Know, know it all spirit. Spirit of what do they know? Becoming too forward every time on every issue. You must learn to accept that you are not an encyclopedia of knowledge. Allow others. You must learn to understand that. That we are not encyclopedia of knowledge. I don't know everything. Let me put what I know on the table. Let me allow others also to put what they know on the table. Probably if what they know on this matter is better than my own. Let me go for it. Let me accept it. In a team, apart from the leaders, the membership should learn to know that uh, I need not to be too forward. I need not to be too, too forward to the point that uh, I will say my will must prevail. When I'm talking about too forward, I'm not talking about service. I'm not talking about commitment. I'm, not, I'm talking about trying to make your opinion, your view. To prevail over others. Ordinarily, there will be people that will be too forward when it comes to commitment. And that is appreciable. 
When I was a church member, I was forward. The grace of God upon my life can never allow me to be hidden. The smallest baby, my church that time were close to 2,000 in membership. If you had adult and children together, adult church in Glow were over 1,005. But the smallest baby, just mention my name. No me that time. They say, well, I go to church six days out of seven, seven days. The grace of God in me will not allow me to sit down quietly and see things that are supposed to be done in the church to be done and I will not do anything. No. So if anybody says it's becoming too forward, it doesn't concern me. Do they pay me money for it? Nobody paid me one. No problem to give me transport I mean service. My house was far from the church. We for commitment to do the work of God, to serve God. There's nothing about two forward there. But in those, still in those days, when it comes to bringing ideas to the table, once I put my own, my own view on the table, I walk away. Let them put all the views together and bring the best out of it. That is me. I'm a pastor. 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 I'm a We must fight. We must step up. We must ask pastor. Why did they allow this to happen? I told them. I told them. I told them. For this. I told them. God called them. As vindicated, as I mean, as judged him, as said, he's already torturing him. Let him finish with him. And when we said those days, and they said, and one, they are still struggling with their life up to today. I'm talking of something of close to about 25 years ago. Because what was important to me is the growth of the church, the revival in the church, the expansion of God's kingdom. They don't have time for that. I don't have time for it. Lastly, revengeful or vindictive spirit. Spirit or because he or she offended me, then I will never work with him or her again. Spirit that make remote effort to work for the downfall of a group or a team. Learn to accept the fact that no one is infallible, including yourself. There are members of a team that have vindictive spirit. If you have that kind of spirit, pray to God to grant you grace to come out of it. Once the leader of the group offend me, my participation down. To basically. 50,000 on that I will give 10,000. And sometimes people make remote efforts to destroy the work of the team. You know, sometimes when you see a member of the church, if as a member of, 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 of this church, they are talking in your compound. In your compound where you have people that come from Redeem, from uh, Anglica, from Method, from Mena. From, and you never hear them talking bad about their own church. And you are the free radio that listen to all the time. Talking about your church. Ah! <coughs> that name glory. Ah! Oh, this is in Oh, this is Oh, this And they are listening. They are listening. The day someone in that community who is a friend of your neighbor will think that I don't I want to go and join that church. Your neighbor that had you the other time will say, ah, Church, you love and are so police in Bembe, Olori men in Bembe, Olori Mefa. I want him for you, man Bembe. If I love you. Sometimes there are some of members of the church that sometimes they be so careless, even when you get in bed. And I said that you that I look at that, you that say this now. So long walk on you I'll be up at your phone. So you are going to see it. 
You don't even know how they are doing things. When you see a man doing that, he must be, he must, he must have run mad. Whatever. But when you get to there, you get out. You behave well. But when you see our Kukami, but what, what bathroom is that? People that open their mouth like that, that the one that will come again say, our church is not grew. And that, they, they, when you are talking carelessly, there's someone who is a first timer that came around that is still ruminating whether to join or no, not join. Overheard you. And you expect that such a person will come. If as an individual I, I went to visit a church with the intention that maybe I will join, I will not join. And as I, I, I was coming out of the church, I heard about two members just standing together. I said, ah, church, you want to be one cool girl, one cool girl. In fact, I have to the pastor of the people. These are, these are, these are that. I will be a columnist on the table. And I will weigh it. So it will take the spirit of God to convince me that you have a work there. To go there. Sometimes I can hear people saying that it will not move me. If the Spirit of God say, you have a work there, go there, I will go. But when I get there, I've marked them. I've marked them as people that because one thing about people that says that the same I want to the same I want to they are bad. I want to know my quick one masarikakiri. That is just it. When you, are, when you are a good member of the church, your first family in the days of adversity are your me church members. Because sometimes you may look for family members, you may not see, see them around. See, my family members, I told one about it. My negligence, one way or the other. Oh, I've seen that practically. Because the heart and the nature 